You are listening to Late Arrivals, the Anaheim Ducks podcast on the Inside the Rink Network of Podcasts. Now, here are your hosts. All right. Welcome back. Another episode of the Late Arrivals podcast. This week, it's episode 64. Um, McMillan. Who? Right? McMillan. Brandon McMillan. Trying to think of who else has been 60, 64. If you say so. Um, Jake is uh, back somewhat. I still have to lead the charge because his voice isn't 100% back. But Yay, he's here. Being he's sick alive. For two weeks. <laughs> he is alive, which is always good. There's a lot. There's a lot going on uh, in the league. I have the list. You have the list. Go ahead. Matt Bolesky, Brandon McMillan, Stefan Noeson, Joseph Blandisi, Kiefer Sherwood, and Jacob Perot. Oh, Perot. Jesus. I forgot about Kiefer. I forgot he wore 64. I think we mentioned you guys mentioned that last. Oh, week. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I remember you mentioning Perot. Someone mentioning Perot. I still forgot it. But yeah, that's <laughs> that's fun. Um, but yeah, there's a ton to get to. Uh, outside of the Ducks continuously losing, just a lot going on. But nice and early here in the episode. While I have you, make sure you're following the Late Arrivals Pod everywhere: Twitter, Instagram. Um, everywhere, just everywhere. You can find us at Late Arrivals Pod just about anywhere. Um, subscribe wherever you can. Leave us a uh, five star rating if you're feeling up to it. We'd we we'd appreciate it. It's the holiday season. It's the giving season. Everyone's happy. Why don't you give us some nice ratings? It'd be great. Yeah, please. Lou Thank said you. please, so that's important. All right, so. A Ducks losing streak <laughs> is at seven. So that six-game win streak that made us all feel really nice, warm and fuzzy, and we were all on top of the world, and it felt great, and it, it felt great to be a Ducks fan. It's kind of crashed and burned. and Honestly, you know, it doesn't feel as bad as last season. Not not yet. For me, at least, not yet. It It doesn't feel as bad. There's still a lot of positives to take away. There are, yeah. I'm just afraid that if they let it get to double digits, it's going to be pretty nasty. Like, just the continuous losing. And, I mean, at least they're not, I can't say they're not losing, like, bad. Because the ones, the the two games that really annoyed me, these last four, what was it, one, two, three, yeah, these last four games since we last recorded, the Canadians game, we definitely should have won. Um, I really... I really felt like we could have won that game. It was right there. Um, the Kings game and the Oilers game pissed me off. <laughs> like those two games annoyed me so much. Like I haven't that Kings loss. Like I know we have Kings friends, and they're gonna and and if any Kings fans uh, stumble upon this episode, um, you're gonna enjoy me saying this, but I haven't felt that down about a Ducks loss in probably two years. Because of how like the rebuild is going and you're kind of expecting losses and stuff. And I'm not saying we're expecting to win all these games and make it to the playoffs this year. But we're a better team this year than we have been in the last couple seasons. And that loss to the Kings, 
even in our down years uh, recently, I felt like the Ducks could wake up for Kings games no matter how bad they were playing. And for some reason, they could just be on it. Even if they lost, they would still be in the game. They'd be engaged, and it was a fun game. That game was not fun. I missed most of it, thankfully. I watched some of the highlights and stuff. I I was able to see like a decent chunk of the second period. But it was we'll, a whole we'll, we'll talk about like it that. more, but like the first eight minutes, they were playing okay. And then they just started taking penalties and it just went downhill from there. Yeah. Yeah, I was glad I worked that day, so I didn't have to <laughs> subject myself to watching it. But yeah. That that one was annoying. Um the Oilers one, I, I, I'm right there with you of those two being the ones that kind of ticked me off the most. Even the last last night I was upset, but that was mainly because of like the the third period. But we were at Target <laughs> yeah. at like the start of the uh the Oilers game. And as soon as I saw that Max Jones scored, I you could ask Heather. I we were walking through Target. I said, Oh, Jones scored. It's gonna be one of those games. Just because I, you know, not to say he's a bad omen or anything, but you know, when the when it's three or four to two after the first, because the goalie can't make a stop, I was just like, yeah, this is not going to be a good one. Yeah, and it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. Um, but yeah, I guess we can backtrack a little. We'll talk yeah, about the game, Canadians really. The Canadian game, I guess. Yeah, Ducks lost. Against Montreal, four three, um, they went down two nothing, which has been a nice theme. It's been a lot of fun to watch that. Um, they did fight back to tie the game in the in uh, tie the game at three in the third. Um, I had family in town. They were at an Airbnb, and I was watching the game there, so I was trying to keep my cool. You know, watching it with everybody. Um. That one kind of hurt just because of the game-winning goal from the Canadians coming with literally like three minutes left in the game. <laughs> like, I, I keep saying that, you know, if they're going to go on these losing streaks, it'd be nice for them to at least force overtime in, in, in a decent chunk of them. Like right now, they've lost seven straight. It would have been nice if three, at least three of them, maybe even four, went to overtime and they were able to get a point. But... I mean that one was there. OT was right there, three minutes away. I thought, was like, I thought Lucas Dostal should have played that game. To give well, yeah, you, John Gibson you, a little bit of rest. Yeah, and you predicted that they were gonna win what, like hundred and twenty to zero? Yeah. Because Yeah, Shikard Shikard has one up on us. Yeah. Sadly. Boo. Uh, thankfully we only have to deal with that twice a year. Um But what can you do? You know? The Canadians I don't know. That game was whack. <laughs> I felt like the Ducks should have won that game. That one was, that one was weird. Um, uh, penalties were, to... were a problem. Shocker. Yeah. Yep. Going down two nothing in games early and penalties have been literally the theme since the six game win streak happened. And even during the six game win streak, they still were taking a lot of penalties. But they were finding yeah. ways to win despite taking yeah. a million penalties. Yeah, and what was happening in that win streak where they, like you said, finding ways to win. Now they're finding ways to lose, and uh, hopefully that can get flipped around here quickly or at least soon. Um, were you, Jake, were you able to watch the Ducks Canadians game at all? Uh, just keeping up with highlights, but highlights. It, yeah. it, it was 
out of all of them, yeah, it was probably the most winnable. I think the one uh, out of the ones we played. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you have to give Montreal credit too. I mean, they're they're a young team on the come up, and the fact that I mean, they kind of I wouldn't say you know they they played the Sharks really hard because that game went to a shootout, but you know they they've kind of been. I feel like a punching bag of like, oh, well, you know, they're still way, way off. I kind of feel like they're kind of in the same boat as we are where, you know, people like to say that other teams are like way ahead in the rebuild and, you know, who knows if they're going to be good. Like, yeah, they're not going to make the playoffs just like us, but I don't know. You know, a lot of people I think kind of over, overlooked them, Um, Mm -hmm. but, you know, they got a young roster too and you really can't count them out unless you know we're winning and we just haven't been doing that and we haven't been leading in games like i think the canucks game was what the first first time since sunday where they had a lead for an extended amount of time yeah or something like that or Mm -hmm. no no we, we didn't have the lead last night um i think it just was the edmonton game when you have the lead for for what I thought, uh, three Samuel Montembo. How do you say his name? Oh, yeah, it was the Oilers game. Never mind. Yeah, Montembo. Yeah, he had a mm-hmm. really good game. I thought, yeah, he made some pretty crazy saves. Um, when the Ducks were making that comeback, that was he was he had a really good game. So, yeah, credit to him for sure. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, what's, what's like, there to say about the LA and the Edmonton games? You Jesus. know, that was, wasn't already said, like. Ellie, yeah. Ellie, Ellie's good. Uh sadly. Yeah, so so the Ducks lose to the Kings five two. They lose to the Oilers eight two. So that's two games right there. You're outscored thirteen to four. Like that's disgusting. But yeah, like I said, we already talked we touched on the Kings game and how frustrating that was. I missed most of it, thank thankfully. The Oilers game, I felt like it was just like watching a horror movie that maybe was an hour too long and it's like the constant killing and you're like wow just make it stop like almost like you're watching terrifier if you've ever seen you've ever seen the movie terrifier and how graphic it is sometimes you're like wow is this when is this scene gonna gonna end and when when are we gonna move on from this like he's enjoying this and i feel like the people filming are are enjoying this yeah despite that's the oiler game Despite despite their slow start, the Oilers are still the Oilers. They're still good. Yeah, it just it 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 was annoying with because I thought Dostal was, I thought he, he was, was okay. He was okay. I thought he was okay. He, the just team a lot didn't of, help. A lot, lot of turnovers that led to breakaways. Dude, there were so many breakaways. There were so many odd man rushes. And against the Oilers, the Oilers, you, you don't want to have breakaways against them. Yeah. Ah, it was frustrating. So many, so many odd man rushes. It was just stupid. Um, but to lose eight two, both goals scored by Max Jones. I think that's that's an interesting stat. He's been um, good. Uh, I'll eat some crow yeah. there. He's been he's been good lately. Yeah, I've 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 enjoyed him. Uh, good on Max. Pretty well, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we can leave those games we're right where they are, and we'll move on to the Canucks. Uh, we lost. Ducks lost three one. I thought they it was had, their best game. They played good for the first two periods. Really good power yeah. plays, I thought. Yeah, yeah. The third, for some reason, I thought. In, a... in my opinion, this 
the Canucks game was probably their best game during this seven game losing streak. Um, the third period, I don't know what the hell happened, man. Like the third period, they just completely crumbled. I, I think I can't remember how many minutes they were into the third period, but the Ducks didn't have any shots. And they were trailing, like, yeah, immediately. Yeah, the think... third, John Gibson, instead of playing the puck, he decided just to uh, push the player on the Canucks and <laughs> wasn't really paying attention. And I think yeah. that was just a backbreaker there. And... I didn't realize what everybody was talking about until I watched it. And mm-hmm. I legitimately have not been upset at, like, a goal going in against the Ducks probably since, like, 2017, where I've really cared that much. Because yeah. it just... I, you know, I get it. You know, on one hand, I'll give him credit for playing with a little more tenacity and a little more fire because it seems like he's enjoying hockey again. Mm-hmm. Well, but like you, you can't was maybe you can't be doing shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. let the defenseman, you know, beat up on him. Yeah. Like, why are why are you going out of your way to hit him? Like the the thing that pissed me off the most was, you know, afterwards he's throwing his hand up, like they, they should be calling interference on it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, you're no. initiating contact with them too. Like you can't have it both ways. And yeah. like the fact that he was more upset about the contact and not the fact that like he was nowhere near stopping that wraparound. Like, I get it. You know, wraparounds are hard to stop. I'm not sitting here, you know, trying to say, oh, I would have got that because, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's a different story. Um, mm-hmm. But he pushed he pushed the player and he was like way out of position. <clears throat> but it's like when your focus is on trying to hit the other guy, hit the, you know, the other player in the head with your blocker instead of trying to stop, you know, Elias Pedersen with the puck. Like, I, I was I was pissed off. I was I was very upset about that. Yeah, same. And it, but, it was so early in the third, and it's like, okay, that happened. You still have like 18 minutes in this period yeah. to tie it, and they just crumbled after that. They they had no after no a urgency. strong two periods too. I mean, not strong, but yeah. they played they played good. I thought. Yeah, usually the the second period is the bad period, but. That game, it was 100% the third. It was but just the power horrible. play last night was probably the best it's looked. There was like that one uh, yeah. power play they had where the first unit was just like out there the full two minutes. Did they score yeah. on that one? Or I don't, I don't think know. they scored. I don't but, think they did, no. But it, it was no, they, I remember, they had some good looks. Yeah, because I remember when the Canucks finally were able to clear it, there was only like 20 seconds left in the in that power play. But yeah, they looked a lot. So that, I mean, at least better. that's encouraging. Hopefully, they can keep that yeah. up tomorrow and beyond. Yeah, that but was yeah, that, that, that was nice. a winnable game last night. Yeah, or at least, like I said, at least a point. Even I mean, Jesus. And I mean, something. we're not trying to sit back and nitpick and be like, "Oh, well, you know, the this game was was better just because the score was less." Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that totally could have been a you know a two one game in our favor if you know things go the right way. Cause, I mean, we also getting some pretty bad puck luck. I feel like every time I check Twitter, I'm looking at highlights. It's somebody hitting the post. You know, yeah, coming so close to scoring, and then just something happens, and it just completely flips the game on its head. So you know, not to make excuses because they're also kind of playing dumb sometimes, but. 
The yeah. luck hasn't exactly been there either. It really hasn't, yeah. I mean, fuck, if we want to go back to the, the Florida game, you know, you have yeah. a, a goal disallowed, and just all of a sudden it seems like, you know, everything has just, the, the, the wheels have fallen off the wagon and everything's on fire. <laughs> but I don't but, know. I, I think honestly, they can break this, but it's annoying right now. I would say honestly, that, they're playing the way I kind of expected. There's going to be some high highs and then some low lows. But they're playing entertaining hockey regardless for the most part. And it's not all about wins or losses again this season. The process is better. Work in progress, but the process is a lot better than it was. So that's yeah. all you could ask for. And I was waiting for um, kind of like a losing streak or like a skid like this to to kind of reassess how I've been like pumping Greg Cronin's tires since the season started. Like I've really enjoyed him. I just want to say, I still love the guy. There's no hate yet. <laughs> still love the guy. Well, um, there, there isn't a lack of trying. And that's mm-hmm. the big thing is, yeah, they're, they're losing these games the way they are, but you can tell that they're at least trying to fix the problems regardless yeah. of if it's, you know, effective or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this this team is missing Jamie Drysdale and Trevor Zegers and uh, Radko Gudis didn't play last night, and Ilya Lubushkin got injured last I night's mean, game. We're hopefully at the end of this Carlson load management. You know, I was a fan of it at first, but the fact that he's held his own as much as he has, mm-hmm. um, that's I think you know I'll, I'll say I think that's also a big source of my annoyance. Is it's just like we we were told. And yeah, you know, we've been big on preaching, you know, just trust what Pat's doing. But I kind of was hoping that they reassessed earlier and were just like, he he looks fine and yeah. he belongs here. Let's just let him play. I mean, yeah. maybe it was just November was a long month and we yeah. are finally here. And it's just nice to be at this point where hopefully he's playing on a more consistent basis. But also, I'll credit them though that they're still sticking to the plan no matter what, you know. Yeah, yeah. And if anything, it's one more month. Hopefully, by January, it, it, that's kind of done with, or mid-January even. Yeah. Um, if it's, even I don't, th- I don't think all. it's gonna last the entire season. Yeah. No, it, no. They said that it was only gonna be like for the first half anyway. I thought that it was like the first couple months, so maybe in December. He'll play a lot more. Maybe. They said they would reassess after this month. So hopefully their assessment is, yeah, let's let him play every night because he needs to be playing. Yeah, but without Trevor Zegers or Leo last night, they did they did look good for two periods. So <laughs> yeah. Um baby steps. <laughs> so although uh there was a report today that uh Jamie Drysdale and Trevor Zegers were practicing with the coach from the ducks. Yeah, I was just about to ask if you wanted to bring that up before I moved on to the looking yeah, so ahead they're, segment. They're <laughs> doing private jails again, so that's pretty good. And uh, who tweeted that out? Uh, one Mister Felix Sicard. <laughs> good on him for breaking breaking news. Good on you, Felix. Yeah, good on you. Celebrate, um, Felix. Yeah. Stick taps, as one would say. Yeah, stick taps. <laughs> Hat tip. <laughs> HT. 
All right, so let's move on to our What's on Tap segment brought to you by Noble Aleworks. Go to Noble, right around the corner from Honda Center. Uh, great place to hang out before a game, even after a game. If you mention late arrivals when you get a beer or close your tab, you get 10% off on game days, home or away. Also Maybe going during... on Friday to drop our flag off, too. So Oh. Well, I was supposed to hear from today. Josh today. I need to text him again, but... Okay. Our 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 lap uh our lap flag might be there this weekend. So nice. Keep your Ducks eye, have a home game. Tonight. Ducks have a home game on Saturday. So go to Noble Saturday as well. Go check it out. Take pictures. Send it to us. But yeah, yep. if you mention uh Bingo. late arrivals, mention late arrivals when you get uh get a beer or close your tab, you get ten percent off on game days, home or away. Also, free game parking for all home games is available at Noble. So go check them out. Uh, tell them that the later rival sent you. So let's look ahead Thursday, which is tomorrow. We're recording tonight on a Wednesday night. They take on the Capitals. See how that goes. I did send out a tweet earlier. Was it today? Last night? I think it was last night. That the Ducks will end their streak, their losing streak against the Capitals. It will happen. Oh, they sure will. Oh, yeah. Manifestation, baby. It's going to happen. Oh, they're going to Saturday gonna destroy those bozos. <laughs> Yeah, so their, their their road trip is done. It was a quick one in Canada. So now they're home for two, which is weird. And then they're on the road for like another two or three, and then they're home for one. And it's it's a weird thing. I know they play Chicago next week. I think, yeah. Let me um, take a look. But yeah, Thursday, tomorrow, they play the Capitals at home. Um, Saturday, they're home against the Avalanche, a rare Saturday home game. I feel like they never really get. Oh, it's a long Saturday. road trip. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's like six games. Oh or no, it's it's one game and then the Eastern Road trip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, so Capitals Thursday night, Saturday night, Avalanche, both of those games the are rare home center. Saturday night game. Yeah. And then next Tuesday, um, they also play the Avalanche in Colorado. So they have like a weird Saturday, home Tuesday. Yeah, with the Avalanche. And then um, they're done with the Avalanche for the year. Hallelujah. Right. <laughs> Um, all right, let's try to get some of these uh predictions going tomorrow night. Capitals, uh, tomorrow they win 500 kajillion <laughs> billion to, to zero. Another shutout for old Lou. Yep, hey, congrats, Darcy Kemper, on your shutout. <laughs> <laughs> In all seriousness, who, 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 whomever isn't playing tonight, in LA. yeah. In all seriousness, they win the Ducks win three to one. I'll say I'll say four two ducks. What I'm gonna agree big? and say four two ducks as well. Nice. All right. <laughs> Let's get these two games against the abs here. Saturday at home, Avalanche. What we got? I'll go one nothing ducks on Saturday. One one nothing. Okay. Yeah, uh, a Bimebrenner of one one to zero. <laughs> okay. Um, Are we doing the Colorado game in Colorado too? Yeah. And then I'll so, say Avs win three three one. Three one in Colorado. In Colorado, yeah. All right, the Saturday game against the Avs at home. I'll say the. I'll say the 
Ducks sneak that one out. Um, I'll say 3-2. I'm going to say that one goes to OT. I keep saying OT, and they never go to OT, but this one's going to go to OT. Tuesday against the Avs. Uh, Avs win that one 4-1. At least they have a day, a break in between going back to Colorado, unlike yeah. last time. <laughs> I know, right? The back to back. A little more rest. Actually, they have, they have two days. They have two days rest. Yeah, we'll see when they head out. If you know they get there, um... I still think that's pretty ridiculous that they did that. That they scheduled it that way. Yeah. What can you do? I'm gonna um, say Saturday. I'm playing online about it. Five three ducks. Okay. And then Tuesday I'm going to say six three abs. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Um I was actually gonna look really quick last week. So <laughs> we all had the ducks beating the kings, looks like. I love how we do this, and like the next day, I totally forget what I say, and then I look back at the notes that I took, and I'm like, "Wow, look at us! That was a week ago. I feel like I was such a young boy." I didn't say that. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't me. That was Patricia. Um, <laughs> so, the Kings game, I had the Ducks winning three two. Lou had them winning five two. Patrick had him winning 4-1, Connor 5-2 as well for the Ducks. I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. <laughs> Forrest Gump. I had the... Let's see. Looks like I had Edmonton winning 3-2 in overtime. Lou, you had Edmonton winning 4-2. We had the twos right. As I say, you guys at least got the Ducks goals right. We had the twos <laughs> right. Um... And then the Canucks game, I had... We know Puck here at Plato Rivals. Yeah, I had the Ducks losing 3-2 in OT, and you had... Lou, you had the Ducks winning 3-2 in OT. Did I? You sure For did, but yeah. For what For game? the Canucks. Oh, uh, well... Canucks. Get them next yeah, time. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that is your What's on Tab, brought to you by Noble Oil Works. Shout out, Noble. All right. So speaking of these, speaking of these Ducks games that are coming up tomorrow night, uh, Thursday night, a wonderful Thursday night game. I like Thursday nights, and yeah. then Saturday. Pick them or leave Saturday them. nights a Saturday nights a good a good night, especially for hockey. Both at Honda Center. So seven one four tickets, we got you covered. Uh, Ducks fans, any hockey fans, deals on tickets, any event. Um, use code LAP, all caps LAP at checkout for 10% off your order. Go to 714tickets.com, snag some Ducks uh, Caps tickets for tomorrow. Maybe go to the fun Saturday night game against the Avalanche. and uh, Or go 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 to a basketball game. Go to also a, do that. Go to if, a you're listening in, if you're listening to us, maybe you're a Ducks fan or just a hockey fan in general. And you're in the uh, Denver, Colorado area. You can still use seven one four tickets, and get uh, go see the Ducks on the road in Denver. Um, but yeah, or Chicago. all caps, or Chicago. All all caps. LAP at checkout. Ten percent off your order, and enjoy no service the, fees. 
Yeah, no service fees, which is a they big one. They don't rip you off um, like Ticketmaster. So yeah, go enjoy some uh, live events with our wonderful discount code. 714tickets.com yep. Shout out LAP. 714tickets. Alright. Cream. So, moving on to this craziness, all this craziness that's happening around the league, good and bad. Um, I had this last in the notes only because it happened last. <laughs> like, it happened recently, so it was last in my notes, but we're going to talk about it first, just because I don't think we need to stick to it too long. Just because there's not a lot there. There's still some speculation, and I hate the speculation. It's stupid. Yep. yep. But as we all know, if you don't know, Corey Perry's contract has been terminated by the Blackhawks. He was put on waivers um, for his contract to be termi- uh, terminated once he cleared. He cleared this morning, so no more Corey Perry in Chicago. Um, Man. Oh, like Lou said, sorry, but really quick. I totally forgot about shift hockey. I I, I, Lou, I said wanna... I said I said cream. Did you say cream? I totally I did missed say it. cream. You please, didn't hear me. Please go to shifthockey.com, grab some nice they came out with new sticks. Did you see them? They look pretty cool. What's the website? Yeah. Shift shifthockey.com. Shifthockey.com. Apparently Lou doesn't watch our Instagram stories because I, I shared nothing, it bro. on Wow. I shared it on the LAP Instagram story. I bet you um, did, and I just missed it. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're fine. Um, not really. Two beautiful, <laughs> two beautiful new sticks. Um, if you need a new hockey stick, if you need new gloves, if you want some, just like a oh, nice that air, the, that air stick is pretty cool. The yeah. red, white, and blue one. Yeah, that's that's pretty. Um, a comfortable hoodie or something, you know. Go to shift. They got cream hoodies. Cream hoodies. Shifthockey.com. They got, they got some 10. gloves. Lap ten gets you ten percent off. Their website that's all caps LAP with the number ten. Go check them out, and that's a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, sorry to shift back and forth to a Corey, the the heaviness of a of the Corey Perry news, and then trying to go back into an ad read, but um, yeah. So what we heard first, um, it was. That Perry, apparently, Corey Perry traveled with the Blackhawks to Columbus last week, um, a day before the game. And an incident apparently occurred that day involving a team, a Blackhawks employee, a team employee. Um, Perry, who did not play the next day, which was Wednesday, was immediately pulled from the game once the club was notified. And at that point, they began an investigation. So that's all we kind of knew for a few days. Um, that he that he was just taken out of the game. There was a, a incident involving a, a team. Em- well, they didn't even say team employee at first, did they? No, they just said he had been pulled from the game, and even before that, yeah. it was just he's going to be away from the team for yeah. an indeterminate amount of time. And then you had yeah. Felino saying, "Oh, yeah, the we teammate, don't, we don't know, know why, and you know, we hope he's okay." And it's like. Very weird situation that the more details have come out, it's oddly made it even stranger because like you said, you know, now it's to a point where, okay, well, they're kind of piecing things together, but there's still kind of an air of secrecy of everything, Mm -hmm. you know, not that I feel like we're 
Yeah, we're entitled to know because if they feel this is a big yeah. enough deal, obviously you know, the Blackhawks are going to do whatever they can to keep it under wraps because of you know what has happened uh, in the last couple years uh, in regards to how they've handled things in the past. Um, but it just it's it's very weird because you know obviously the rumor that got spread online of you know infidelity with a teammate's yeah. mom you know oh my God. everybody yeah. knows but you know just Kyle Davison of... pooed that yesterday yeah um that whole situation was just annoying to me it just like not only does like, like Bedard I mean maybe he doesn't see that you know, I don't know I feel like he saw it Okay, you, so you have Bedard and his family. You got these people on the I mean Yeah, you got these people on the internet spreading these stupid rumors that whether you wanna call it soft or not, being soft, it's stupid because Connor Bedard has a family. He's gonna see it. His family might see it. And not only that, but Corey Perry has a family too. He has a wife and a kid. And I don't know, just spreading that stuff is just stupid. Like people just yeah, that's forget not, that's the human funny. element. The, the human element is always just out the window and that's fine. Cause it's the internet, you know, everyone's like, Oh, it's the internet. And they always, they always give excuses for people being like that on the internet. And it's just stupid to me, but that was annoying. And part of it was on, you know, part of it was the people on Twitter fueling that fire. But then the other part of it was the Blackhawks not being like, I like, you know, they don't need to come straight out and say exactly what happened. But they left. Too I don't think much they gray. legally can. Yeah, and they, they left too much gray area. Um, things should have been handled a little bit differently. Um, because when you leave that much gray area, you're going to cause these things to happen, and people on the internet, of course, are going to run with it because they want that attention. They want the you know the, the 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 likes and the retweets and all that stuff. And I I saw people saying that like Kyle Davidson was like tearing up. Uh, during the press conference when talking about the Perry situation, but I don't think it was exactly the like what Perry did. It was that he he has to be up there diffusing a situation like that and having to explain it away. Yeah, and I feel like it was more directed, like his emotion, like the emotional part of it was more directed towards him knowing the rumor that was going around and him kind of... I guess I won't say fueling it, but kind of leaving, like I said, that gray area out there when he first came out and said whatever, because there was like that, there just, there was a disconnect between the Blackhawks and Corey Perry's agent that kind of caused this whole thing. So it was, it was very annoying. I'm not sure we'll ever really know what happened. We were updated today. Um, but that even apparently, then, the, up, the update today was still very vague, and it, yeah. it corroborates what's been said. Um, yeah. It's just it 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 still doesn't paint the picture of what happened and what made it worth the termination. Yeah, apparently, because what was told to Emily Kaplan was that it was in Columbus on their way to Columbus. But now this is saying that this happened. Apparently, it was an it, it was an alcohol fueled incident involving Perry. Um, that apparently um, occurred during a team event in Nashville. And this was the night before the Blackhawks were going to play the Predators. So the Predators, they played the Predators the next day. 
So it was a event that included corporate partners and team employees. So that's pretty much all the update was. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how that goes, but just, just a whole, it was just a mess everywhere. Um, but let's let's try to move on. Let's try to move on from that. Um, uh, before we do, I will say good on everybody that didn't. Uh, I wouldn't say didn't like join in on on spreading things. You know, I'm mm-hmm. glad nobody enabled me enough. Uh, you know, I I made a little joke about it. You know, quoting Ray William Johnson uh, oh, on yeah. Twitter. But, you know, I, I think that was the big thing, you know, is not feeding the fire. I, I didn't see a lot of Ducks fans doing that. And, you know, a lot of us, myself included, were like, come on, Pat, bring him home. And Yeah, I'm I'm personally holding off on saying anything like that until yeah. more facts come out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's well, a safe thing to do right now. Yeah. I, I do want to give kudos to those people though that didn't do that because yeah. it was a responsible thing to do. But like you said, yeah, the internet's gonna be the internet and people are gonna do what they want because that's just kind of how Twitter is. Um yeah. But again, kudos if you were uh, one of those people that didn't do that because you know it's pretty stand up of you and good. Don't yeah. be like don't be like me. <laughs> These are humans that we're dealing with, but um Anyway, we will uh, move on to something I'm excited for. I can't speak for you two, but the the Road to the Winter Classic is back. Um, I'm very excited for that. Explain what that uh, is, because I don't know what that is. It's the the series that they do on... Um, they did it on HBO on that one time. HBO, yeah. Um, they they put know, it on old... NHL. They put it on NHL Network now. Oh, like the, oh okay. The that, little, that, like... That series think, of yeah kind of following the can, teams around have you ever watched the quest for the cup stuff it's like the behind the scenes stuff i've seen like the like the behind the b like okay yeah it's talking about like the bruins and stuff yeah it's pretty much that just following the two teams in the winter classic um okay they're really cool i like the behind the scenes stuff that's where we that's where everyone got all those videos of bruce Boudreau oh from a bruce <laughs> yeah yeah um but uh, it's going to be four 30-minute episodes available on TNT and Max in the U.S. It's going to start Wednesday, December 13th. Um, oh, they could get two hours out. out of that? Yes. Good on them. Um, so Wednesday, December 13th, it'll start at uh, 6.30 Eastern. Um, and then uh, it's going to be episode two will be Wednesday, December 20th. Three will be Wednesday, December 27th, and then the final episode will come out on Monday, January 1st, um, 1.30 p.m. Eastern. All the other times are the same time, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. But yeah, that's I thought that was cool. I'm excited to watch that. I'm glad it's going to be on uh, on TNT. And uh, if you don't get TNT, but you have Max, it'll be streaming on Max. So that'll be fun. Um, One quick thing. I think it was... The night before the Ducks-Canadians game, Sabres were playing. And, uh, yeah, I think it was the the Black – no, not the Black Friday Sabres game. It was, the, it was before Thanksgiving. 
Um, Zach Benson got his first NHL goal, and it was beautiful. Beautiful. The, between the legs in stride. Yeah. That, it oh was, God. that was ridiculous. And to go like between the legs, like you said, in stride and then go top shelf. <laughs> like it was it was so nice. I probably watched it like 30 times. It was very cool to see. I'm glad I was watching the game so I could actually see it happen live and I didn't see the highlight of it later. Like it was cool seeing it happen. Um so yeah, that was a that was a bunch of fun. Shout out to uh Zach Benson for your first NHL goal. Hopefully many, many more to come. Good old Zach. Lou seems to be losing his cool over there. I saw something on Twitter. Oh, okay. I was just going to ask what you're giggling about over there. Um, I saw something on Twitter. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's usually what happens. Um, so we got some coaching news. Uh, I'll start with, we'll leave the wild one for a second. Here's the first one. Dallas Aikens. It's been a little bit since we've talked about him. And this will um, be in a positive Dally. light. <laughs> yeah, he's, it's a positive thing. Um, he is now the GM of Adler. I think and the coach. Adler. Yes. He's the GM of Adler Mannheim in the German League, the DEL. Um, he will coach until the end of the season and then reassess that position per Elliot. So he, he goes to one Heim to another Heim. Yeah, he loves his Heims. He's a big, he big Heim guy. Collecting them like isn't infinity that where Derek stones. Grant's playing? No, Derek Grant's in the Switzerland. Oh, no, he's in Switzerland. That's right. Yeah, he's playing for uh, Zurich. But yeah, Mannheim. They're cool. They're a very well decorated German team. They're they're very well known. So uh, see how the Aikens. Uh, I never heard of them, so they must not be that well known. Well, you don't know a lot of hockey outside of North America. Let's be real. <laughs> True. Hopefully they don't have any young players that are going to be anchored to a fourth-line boat anchor. Jeez, I hope not. Watch them stick around for a bit, and Derek Grant leaves Switzerland to go play in Mannheim. <laughs> I'm putting together a squad. <laughs> Isn't Nick Ritchie um, also playing in Switzerland? I saw something that he went overseas. Richie Good for did? him. Yeah. Oh. I don't Good know. for him. Nick Ritchie. We can move on. And I'll, I'll I'll try and remember where I saw it. Hope he gets okay. to go see the Matterhorn and whatever you do in Switzerland. <laughs> Matterhorn's in Switzerland, right? That big ass mountain. I believe yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So the other coach. So shout out Dallas Eakins. Good luck over there in Germany. You know, do your thing. Shout out uh, Dally. Hopefully, you can do a lot of biking in Germany. I'm sure it's um, very yeah. scenic, very beautiful. Minnesota Wild. We'll come back to the NHL here. Minnesota Wild fired their head coach, Dean Evis. Is it Evison? Evison. I thought it was Evason. It's. Uh, I looked at it so many times, and I've Dean. listened to different people say it, and I still Dean-y. forgot it in this moment. So I guess that Mr. E. Um, but he was fired by the Wild, and they immediately hired John Hines. Um. Not really sure what that means for the Wild. Uh, I I saw a lot of uh, people responding to it, and uh, they weren't good responses. Not, not the not the best people. retread, but yeah, it seems that way. Um, but hey, what can you do? Minnesota Wild needs some kind of shakeup. I don't really know what's going on up there, but my adopted team, nothing good. Yeah, you haven't talked about the Wild in a while. Yeah, hmm. uh, Nick, were... Nick Ritchie signed in Finland. Finland, okay. 
Do you know the team he plays for? Can you announce, uh, pronounce it? Uh, no. No? Nope. It was Oloon something. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, Minnesota Wild. Switching I did like I think... Dean Evison's no. quote, though. Of, uh, they asked him if he's still going to be rooting for the team, <laughs> and he said, no, yeah. I'm going to be rooting for the players. Yeah. Will I be rooting for the Wild? No. <laughs> but I'm still going to root for the players. At least he's honest. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but yeah, not sure what's going on with Minnesota. They've been, I feel like they've been the same team every year since they became a team. Um, they're just kind of there. And uh I'd like to see them play a little bit better. I I I have a little soft spot for the wild. They're kind of cool. I mean, their logo is a bear head. It's awesome. Did you see did you see that picture the other day? I yeah, think of the think whole logo. Ava, Ava, Ava posted it. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty wild. Ah, I didn't mean to say that. But it's it's yeah, weird. You did. Yeah, you know I actually you didn't. Did. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mean to say that. You know My... you did. I said no. don't lie to us. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was weird to see the full Minnesota Wild logo like that with the full bear body. It doesn't look right, but no, it looks outrageous. But Kaprizov deserves a fun team, a good team, a playoff team. Anaheim. So they <laughs> They need to figure it out up in Minnesota and uh, get some wins going. They did win with John Hines, like their first game, his first game behind the bench, I believe. So, well, that's cool. That's a start. That's a start, Minnesota. Minnesota. Um, we're gonna talk about um, Lou's favorite thing really quick. The NHL is bringing back the player draft for this year's All Star Game in Toronto. So dumb. Lou was so pumped to talk about the All-Star game in this episode. Oh, no. He couldn't even sleep last night. He kept oh, texting no. me. Do I even have your number? I don't think you do. Anyway. I don't um, know why you hate it so much, Lou. It's, I mean, it's not going to fix the All-Star game, but at least it's something entertaining. Okay, 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 okay. Here's my thing. If it's going to be on TNT, okay, it'll be, it'll be somewhat entertaining. If it's on ESPN or ABC... It's going to be like watching C-SPAN. I think it's on ESPN. Yeah, so it's going to be like watching C-SPAN. It's going to be boring as crap. <laughs> it, it, like Mark Messi and Chris Chelios narrating it, that, that's just going to be boring. It's going to be well, like watching paint dry. Chelios is actually gone from ESPN, so you don't have to worry oh. about that. But he's okay. not him and P.K. Subin. P.K. Subin's not that entertaining. I'm they're going to do this one better and let Nasher do it. But it, it, the only difference is now that the only thing that's different is that Austin Matthews could play with on a team with Connor McDavid now. That's literally the only change. Uh, Literally, I kind of, I kind of hope that they allow like the All Stars to be the All Stars. I'm kind of done with the one player from each team thing, even if that means no Ducks go one year. I don't care. Like it's the All Star game. They should be the best of the best, not just because, oh, we feel bad that this team is going to be left out. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kind of that opinion, too. Like, the one year where it was, like, Silverberg went, and it's just like... <laughs> I think just like... I think Mason McTavish has a legitimate chance. Oh, 100%. Like, the Ducks, I don't think, would have to worry about not having one this year. It's going to be just... him or maybe yeah. Frank Vitrano. Yeah, one of them. But yeah, the, the All-Star player draft will be on ESPN. 
Um, so it's going to add an extra day to the all-star weekend. So instead of it being like a Friday, Saturday thing, it's going to be a Thursday, Friday, Saturday thing. Um, so February 1st, um, on Thursday, they're going to have the all-star player draft at, uh, it's going to go from six Eastern to seven Eastern. So an hour player draft, and then they're going to go right into the, uh, NHL alumni man of the year. And then they're going to be honoring the. 1967 Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, that'll be for an hour. That's only going to be on ESPN Plus. And then the cool little addition is uh, after that, they're going to have the PWHL 3-on-3 Showcase, which you can also view on ESPN Plus. So I, I like that they added the uh, the PWHL in there. That'll be cool. That'll be fun. Um, I'll talk about that that league really quick in a second, but I want to ask you what you guys think. <laughs> so the thing with this, this all-star player draft is they're going to have celebrity um, guests with the captains for the four teams, I guess. And they're going to help draft th- these teams. So. Yeah, that's a good idea in theory. That's a good idea in theory, but. Is it going to be like some C-list celebrity that nobody gives a shit about? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask, who do you think those, like, choose four celebrities or something I, I, that you I, think? I, I don't know. I'm not up with the current celebrity. I was, I, but it's going to be some, this. like, C-lister. I was thinking about this earlier, and I just felt like Lou would just be like, <laughs> anyone but Drake. Oh, well, you know I he's gonna be one you know of the fuckers. Yeah, gonna be there. it's either yep. gonna be him or Bieber because they're in. It might be I'd rather I would rather have Justin Bieber there. It might be both. I, it might be both Drake and Bieber there, and then if he's there, more, I'm, I'm not watching this year. Watch, watch it be like. Um, I'm not watching. I'm boycotting out of principle. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Watch who, it. Watch who it be did like, the narration for the the Amazon series for the Leafs? That was Will Arnett, right? Will Arnett. Yeah, I could see them having him. They probably would have Will Arnett as well. I feel like I those like three could be locks, honestly. If they can get Bieber and Drake, I feel like it's happening. Will Arnett will probably be there. Bring in Ryan Reynolds to be like the heel since he's from Ottawa. Ryan Reynolds would be fun. It'd be different. Anyone but Drake. Anyone because but the Drake. NHL, the NHL likes to get these celebrities and then run them into the ground with hockey content. I'm talking about John Hamm specifically. <laughs> like, dude, yeah, well, I don't care about. I don't I, like. I like him. He's he's a good actor and everything. I don't care that you like the Blues. The Blues are then, stupid to me. And I don't then when care. the Blues in the um, the Blues and the Bruins the Cup final, they 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 had to show us John Krasinski and uh, Jenna Fisher like yeah, two hundred times. They just had Jenna Fisher at the game the other night, and they had to make a big deal about it, like the lookalike cam. They and they the lost too. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care that Jennifer. I what she was at the Blues blues game. Yeah, yeah. It's like we know she's a Blues fan. Don't care anymore. No, like it was fun during the the Stanley Cup run. Did you guys know John Krasinski's a Bruins fan? (laughs) I will admit it was fun when the Blues and Bruins were in the Cup final, and those two were having their fun with it, being fans of each of you know their teams there. But it was fun about the first maybe two times. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with it. Uh, Yeah, I don't care. Get new celebrities. There are, and I mean, maybe they do Keenan Thompson. I feel like they're running. Keenan Thompson's the new one. They're running him into the ground. They're doing everything with Keenan Thompson now, which yeah, especially because good, good Burger Two's out on Paramount. Yeah, and that's not a bad thing in my opinion. I like Keenan Thompson. He's fine. He's 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 funny and stuff. By the way, but... I tried to watch Good Burger Two the other day, and it was just awful. Like I kind of. <laughs> 
I, I watched like 10 minutes of it and I was like, I had to, I have, I have to turn this off. Oh, well, that's it, it, was, it was that bad. Well, yeah. Can't, can't Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if like maybe Green Day is there. I don't know about that because they said the fuck word. That's true. For the anthem, right? Like not no, like their uh, own. They made up their own like. No, anthem uh, the... it was the it was the um they they were singing Basket Case, and like during oh, like right. the the guitar solo, Billy Joe was like, "Throw your fucking hands up." <laughs> That's true. I forgot they, about. That. I don't think they bleeped it. Or they might have bleeped it, but. Do we see Nickelback? Well, whose whose fault is that? Uh, that sounds like an NHL problem, not a Green Day oh, problem. You know do. what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> They did do Nickelback at the Heritage Classic. Yeah, that might have been their foot in the door. If they if they have Creed there, I'm 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 back. <laughs> if they have Creed even, there, even I'm if pass Drake's out. there, I'll I'll look past it. I would pass out if Creed came out. <laughs> yeah, that'd be hilarious. they're hot again. So why not? Yeah, yeah, they are. But yeah, Will Arnett is a good is a good guess. Um. Drake and Bieber. I'm gonna throw out Tate McRae because she is a new sensation, a pop sensation. Tracy McGrady. Um, Tate McRae. Tracy McGrady. Um, Tate McRae, please help draft the Pacific or however it's gonna be laid out. Like, well, Tracy McGrady was a Toronto Raptor. Okay. <laughs> they might have on. like. They might All have right, like. Moving on. They might have like Vince <laughs> Carter or something. Or like a they former might. leaf. They'll have they'll have Ty Domi there for sure. Oh God. We don't need the Domies there. Um talking anyway. about Sam Bennett being bald. <laughs> okay, that, so I brought that up... was that was cathartic to watch him get his ass beat, not gonna yeah. lie. Yeah. I was in a mood to be a hater yesterday and watching yeah. that I was like, you know what? Yeah. Deserved. It's healthy to be a hater every once in a while, but like anything, you can't have too much of something. Too much of something is always bad. So you can't. Oh, no, I could, I could hate all the time. <laughs> I could do anything I want. I just have to set my mind to it. I mean, that's true. <laughs> that that's good for any of the younger generation. I just, I just gave, I just gave the youngin some good advice. That's true. There. Some, some Lou wisdom was dropped. Yeah, some lose them. Lose, lose, never back lose. down, never what, never sure, give yeah. up. All right, so <laughs> during the All Star Weekend, I brought up that they're gonna um, have a three on three showcase of the PWHL players. Um, that that'll be cool. speaking of that. Um, the PWHL. Why does it have to be three on three though? Is the All Star um, Games three on three? Yeah, and it's. Can we just, just go back to five on five? East it's more chaotic. West. It's more chaotic hockey for the uh, casual. Well, they might actually try. Viewer. Yeah, they might. They they might actually try. But with that, the PWHL season is set, finally. Uh, For January 1st, they're going to have a game. Their season opener, it's going to be New York at Toronto at 12.30 p.m. Eastern. So for me, that'll that'll be 10.30 here. 9.30 9.30 for y'all. They still haven't said like what the streaming or TV rights are, so I don't know what's going on there. I'm not even sure if we'll be able to watch. But you would you would, you would think that in 2024, when when this is going on, um, 
you'd be able to watch something like this, whether it's just on a streaming service or not. This shouldn't be something that you can't watch. So hopefully they figure that out and we hear something soon. But yeah, I'm excited. PWH, PWHL season should be fun. Um, not sure if we talked about their jerseys when they released them. They're kind yeah, of boring. Yeah, we did. We, did. Did. We, okay. we all came to the consensus that they are very boring. Okay. Except for Minnesota, I think. Minnesota's a, a nice purple. So I give them that. New York has that nice, uh, like, um, seafoam green type of look to them. That's really nice too. Um, but yeah, getting closer to the the new women's league. Uh, their season kicking off. I'm excited to check it out and see how that goes. And the last thing here I have in my notes is that Patrick Kane has finally signed, and he is now a Detroit Red Wing. And I tweeted out that he has a he has an original six fetish. Yeah, he's it's boring. Real. It's real. Patrick Kane is boring. Players who only go to original six team are boring. Um, our good our good pal Bucky brought up that there's only one player in the history of the NHL that has played for all six original six teams. And Who's that? My oh my, I wish I had the tweet up. But anyway, Patrick Kane's on his third. Um, if you didn't know, Blackhawks Rangers now wings. I what hope, do you uh what do you think about the, the Kane? I hope I hope he gave Daniel Sprong like a Rolex or something for eighty eight. He probably didn't have to give him anything just because of his name. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say if if you're having to give Daniel Sprong something to get your number, then there's something wrong. That's in this it's world. A, it's the right thing to do. Well, yeah, it's, but it's a, it's a generous thing to do. He could Patrick Kane has enough money to to give old little Daniel Danny a, a Rolex. Yeah, but are we gonna sit back and say that you know? Daniel Sprong keeping the number 88 hostage from a three-time cup winner who's arguably <laughs> one of the best American goal scorers of you know, the last decade. You know, that, that's kind of ballsy for a guy would, that's I on would, like his I would, 15. I would stand my ground still. <laughs> I don't know. I read um, that and it was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm being gracious and giving him his number. It's like, just know your place, buddy. Yeah, I just, I, exactly. I just, I just hope he got something for it, even if yeah, it maybe, was a gift card to freaking Carabas. Yeah, or the maybe behind the scenes, Patrick Kane gave him something. Hopefully, he did. I mean, I don't know. I don't. It, who knows? He's a um, cheapskate if he didn't. I found the, I found the tweet. So the only, uh, his name is Vic Lynn. His full name is Victor Ivan Lynn. He played in the NHL from 1943 to 1954. He is notable as the only player in NHL history to play for all of the original six teams. He was born when was the in... first expansion, like the sixties, sixty-seven. Yeah, that was like the the Penguins and the Flyers and the, King, the Blues, Kings. the Kings, Kings, Blues. Yeah, it, it went from like six to twelve teams. Like they expanded to like six markets. Um, that's actually surprising that only one player did that. Yeah, kinda. He was born in 1925, passed away in 2010. Oh dang, lived a long life. Mm-hmm. 85 years old. So yeah, that was kind of a cool little, little piece of information. Little trivia thanks, question. Yeah, thanks to uh, our good pal Bucky. Shut up, Bucky. 
who runs he, Anaheim he runs Ducks history. the Anaheim team history Twitter there, page, right? Yep, go follow that. Yeah, go follow that A&A, for some Ducks history. At ANA Ducks history on Twitter. Go check that out. He also has his own podcast yeah, for that page. That. Yeah, so go check him out. Fun stuff. Yeah. Really cool Shout stuff Bucky. to dive into. Which, um, uh, which topic do you guys want to do this week? Whatever your little heart desires, my man. <laughs> okay, I'll just pick one at random then. Okay. These are good ones. He always hockey three six five always yeah, sends us really shout good out, shout out questions. Yeah, he told me that he has like a dozen. He has like a dozen already ready. He just wants to give us little by little each time. He doesn't want to like yeah. overwhelm us with like twelve different things. That's a good um, idea because we get overwhelmed easy. <laughs> we'll do the I mean, I know I do. But... We'll do the referee one. All right. So, so it is is being a referee and or linesman in the NHL the most thankless job in professional sports. No, because they're terrible. <laughs> Let's be real. The the officiating this year has probably been the most noticeably bad it's been in a while. It's been pretty sus. Um you know, I I've always I've always thought that. Yeah, I'm not going to sit back and say that their job is easy, but like I say many times on this show, the NHL does nothing but get in their way. And I think the officiating is part of that. Um, you know, people like to talk about, oh, the boys club of, of all the, all the teams, you know, it's always going to be, you know, who, you know, who, you know, who's involved with the team, the franchise, but let's be real. It's the same with the refs too. Yeah. You know, the fact that the NHL had to fire Tim Peel because they caught him, you know, saying something that he's probably said a hundred times on the ice. Um, but you know, to to not have the bad now PR he's starting Twitter him, beefs with people on Twitter. Yeah, like you know, the fact that they did it because they wanted to be ahead of the bad press that was going to come, like, mm-hmm. just shows that you know they they know that they're their refs aren't the best and it's not to say that there's bad, you know, you know, every ref is bad um, because there are some good ones. And, you know, there are some, some games where we sit back and we're like, wow, we really got fucked tonight because, <laughs> you know, th- there used to be, it, it was Tim Peel, you know, you'd see him ref a ducks game and you'd be like, Oh, sick. We're going to be in the penalty box all night. Yeah. Um, you just know sometimes I, I have sympathy to an extent, but to say that it's thankless, like, no, like they consistently fuck up. And every year there's always one thing where it's like, you have all of these resources in front of you, but you still somehow get it wrong. Um, it gets to a point where it's like, if we're vetting these refs and making them go through the lower levels of hockey and working their way up something has to change, you know, let's get younger refs in there because it, it's clear that the, the current, you know, set of guys that are there just aren't cutting it. You know, it's great to yeah. see like Jordan Samuels, Thomas kind of work his way up. I remember when he first started, you know, he was, I think a year or two removed from playing from, uh, you know, into his first refing season. And, you know, it's cool seeing guys like him get chances that, yeah. you know, they can make that transition from playing to becoming a ref, like, you know, that fast. 
let's get younger refs in there because clearly what's going on right now with the officiating of you know the West Macaulays of the world that are more <laughs> you know inclined to make it a spectacle and not you know about the game mm-hmm. at some point you gotta you gotta cut bait and be like you know hey you make us money because you go out there and you're acting like a goofball but like if you want your if you don't want your product to suffer you know you got to make some changes at some point yeah also 100%. um can we give them at least better technology too like better cameras in the goal uh, uh can we update their ipads too maybe give them the ipro pro 15 or whatever it is the newest instead one of, instead of having you know like a iphone 3 hooked up Something. to the net and what i hate hearing during games too when they do like reviews like that is like oh now remember they have they have an angle that we that they don't show us they can't show us it's why like, so won't they show it is to us that angle worse then because how are they still getting these wrong if we are seeing the angles they're giving us and we're noticing okay that's a goal that's not a goal if the... that's clearly offside that's not offside but they get a different angle and they're still getting it wrong it's so weird i don't i don't understand what's going on with that stuff but Probably the reason why the the goal that the Ducks scored got called off was because the the camera quality was grainy, and that was their way of saying no goal. Let's yeah, give them something. better camera with a better Man. quality. That's what that's what the NHL needs for Christmas. Yeah, new cameras. Or you know, you that like, Santa Claus. A lot of people say the pucks already have sensors in them, so how how can you not have sensors in the ice? You can easily build a layer of ice above a sensor like that, ingrain yeah. it in the ground, put it in the cement. Yep. Make it to where it activates every season. You check that everything's working. You know, it has something that's gonna deal with the permafrost of the ice a little bit better, you know, so it's not shorting out the sensor. You can easily do it. Yeah. You know, or if do you have if you have to make the hockey puck light up like a roller puck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or, you know, like the little fucking reservation, the little discs you get at a restaurant. If the puck has to buzz when it crosses the line, like, so be it. But let's get rid of the, and- you know, the fucking refs looking at reviews on a DS in the yeah. fucking penalty box, you know, playing fucking yeah. Nintendogs at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Yeah. Something, or have like a version of VAR, like they do in football, European yeah. football. Yeah, I mean, far sucks, but yeah, I mean, they still complain about it. It's still not the greatest. Far sucks, but... but they could have like a version of it somehow. Like, yeah, like there, football, there's ways. Football of... has has a camera in in the end zone, the little end zone markers. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. we're yeah, getting yeah, more yeah, yeah. reliable reviews and angles from a plastic pylon with a camera hooked up inside of it than an arena that is apparently equipped with like five different cameras to see this shit. Like, do you know how ridiculous that is? Yeah, like, it's like, frustrating. To have I think to they're just too see. cheap to 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 buy new equipment. Maybe I don't know. Like, well, I feel like the when you're partnered there. with SAP for you know fifty years or whatever it is, and you're Gary Bettman who doesn't like changing shit. Like, it's pretty yeah. easy to be like, oh well, this is clearly working. No one's complained <laughs> about it enough. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, do you think refs refs should be held accountable at the end of games? Should they be talking, talking to media? Should they be? 
Yeah, I know I we've talked they, about this before. On an, on yeah, an I think they episode. should be able to talk to the media. They do, don't they? Do that in another league? No, no. I thought they did that in in something else, but maybe no. I guess not. And you're not allowed to to criticize them, otherwise you get fined. Which is, I think, yeah. it's stupid. You're voicing your opinion. You shouldn't be fined for your opinion. I mean, I I could understand if you call them like a a bad name or something, but yeah. Yeah, like, I, I mean, know, if I know you're the... being like way out of pocket about it, and it's it's not productive criticism. Like, you know, we we got to be honest here. Like, it's probably not going to be constructive in the heat of the moment. Yeah, you know, if if in if the uh, the Pittsburgh situation with Cronin getting fined was any, you know, indication, like he said some things that clearly he should not have said. Um, and we, you know, for for the the expert lip readers of uh, Twitter out there. Um, yeah, you could clearly see what he was saying. Um, so yeah, we can't sit back and be like, oh yeah, it's always going to be, Hey, I think you got that wrong, buddy. No, there's, there's going to be some, some heat and some, some, some ass herdedness in it, but (laughs) yeah. Yeah. If, if a ref could sit at the end of the game and do a five minute press conference and say, Hey, this is what we saw. This is why we made this call while we did that. I think people would have more, I wouldn't say sympathy, but people are going to be a little more understanding of like, okay, well, at least he's saying this and I can still believe he's wrong, but I'm at least getting an explanation instead of, you know, the guy with the telescope sitting on top of the Honda center that was looking at the, at the rat, you know, looking at the refs, you know, trying to make this call in the net. Like, yeah. You could tell I, I have a lot of opinions on this. <laughs> <laughs> he cares so much about the game. But yeah, I agree. <laughs> yep. This is what a week of not being able to talk does, yeah. does to me. All right. This one's from the Hockey Boomer. (laughs) How does Henry Kissinger's death affect the second power play unit's deployment? I I don't even have a snarky Uh, answer to that. (laughs) Goddamn. But you know what? Props to Steven. This, this is yeah. we haven't had a question like that in a while. That's we just, haven't. That's just kind of been like, hey, you know what? I don't know how to. I don't know how to respond. <laughs> yep, just kind of speechless. <laughs> Lou's dying. He's not well. Um, <laughs> Lou, I guess how we can answer that question is: How about you let everyone know what was trending on Twitter? Um, R.E.P. Bozo. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Bozo. Okay. <laughs> All right, um, you're re- you ready for the squeak of the week? I'm having Queen flashbacks. Oh, we we do have another one. Uh, oh, do we? we yeah, have we have a couple was, more. That was asked about the Perry situation that I could read off. Oh, okay. So it was from NFG, to read it? NFG Andrew on Twitter. Said mm-hmm. Corey, the Corey Perry situation has been such a wild ride. The rational part of me worries about what went down, while the monkey brain, the monkey in my brain, won't stop chittering about the potential of his return to Anaheim, partially so the Perry jersey I just got will be relevant again. Considering where the team is at the moment, would it even be a good idea to bring him back? I'm a new hockey fan and unsure about how to feel about all of it. 
I think first and foremost, we need to let it all play out to see what comes out. Yeah, that's the important thing. And uh, Jake Jake from Crash the Pond, he said in Discord today, he brought up a good point. Um, the Ducks are trying to build a culture, and what kind of message does it send to the younger players about bringing someone who just got their contract terminated? Yeah. And, and you're bringing that guy in? Like, not a yeah. great message to send. <clears throat> so. Definitely, uh, definitely something to wait on. Uh, yeah. maybe never, maybe it never happens. Um, a lot of people kind of jumping on the whole, bring him back to Anaheim almost immediately when he was going to be, uh, put on waivers. But I think we should definitely wait. Yeah, I understand yeah, it was quite... immediately like, let's, let's maybe hold our horses. Yeah, on that. I totally, I mean, I get it. It's Corey Perry, but we yeah, need it's... to, this is a serious situation and yeah. we need to let it kind of ride out and see what's going on. And I wonder when this is all said and done if it affects the future of Perry with the Ducks organization, if you know what I mean. Like with like number retirement. Yeah, or future something? plans. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if it kinda sours a lot of stuff. I mean, you just never know. We don't know what happened. So we kinda have to wait and see. Yeah. Hang tight and see what see what goes on. I don't think you should be uh really swaying either side of that yeah. conversation. Well, just there kinda... is there is such a there still is that gray area in regards to not knowing everything so it is kind yeah. of hard to be on one side or the other not knowing you know not knowing the full situation i mean to your point about it affecting the future of the franchise i don't think you can really sit back and say that that's you can really i, I don't know to me i don't think you can really take into account what happened since he's been away yeah, because you know, uh, let's let's be real. I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard to it's hard to say, but it's like, are you gonna take this situation? I mean, if it comes out that it's really as bad as it sounds, and you know, as as Davidson's you know press conference makes it seem. Then yeah, you know, maybe yeah, they Kyle do... Davidson was like on the verge of tears yesterday. Yeah, maybe it yeah. does kind of take a hit, but to me, it it it's maybe something the team looks past, especially if it's a decision that comes from Henry and Susan. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a thing of hey, we if if his career's done and you know both him and Getsy are done, and we want the, you know ten and fifteen up there. I could I could see them making a case of hey, this didn't happen while he was here. Yeah, yeah, this sure. this happened after that chapter ended here in Anaheim and I don't know it is kind of a a moral yeah a moral yeah. gray area like <laughs> yeah you know to to the point that you made you you had said that Jake had made you know if, if you are kind of pushing this idea of it's you're a new era trying here, to change the culture you're trying to change the ways of the past like you know it, it does bring legitimate that it brings legitimacy to is this something that should be done yeah but that's just kind of i don't know it's just this whole situation is just weird like you said you can't really pick a side of how should i feel about this because it is an uncomfortable thing that i think you know at least shows that a lot of people have kind of that wherewithal of like i like this player but you know 
it's I I, I have to look past the fan mm-hmm. in me. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, shout out to uh, NGF Andrew for that question. Um, yep. Welcome. You're a new hockey fan. Welcome to hockey. I hope you enjoy it. I'm sorry that you had to join when the NHL. I mean, I mean, you could join NHL fandom at any point, and there's all hell breaking loose for better or worse. So I guess it really doesn't matter. But a lot of stuff going on, you know, kind of negatively. But welcome to uh, hockey. I hope you enjoy it. Um, if you want to go follow him on Twitter, it's at NGF Andrew. Um, he he runs a page here that is the home of a fans' coverage and opinions of their favorite teams. Um, he's a big, uh, soccer guy. looks like, uh, he covers the LA galaxy, uh, real Madrid, orange County SC and ACF Uh-oh, Madrid, ACF Fior Fiorentina, I believe that is a, uh, Italian, uh, team. Yeah. I think that's Serie Um, yeah. So yeah, if you, if that interests you, it looks like he works with the, uh, LAX sports nation website. Or at least contributes. So yeah, go check him out if that tickles your fancy. But now Want me to read this quick. Go ahead. Okay, this is this is from the mouse. Uh he 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 chimes in and says the limes. You just hate to wait in them. They take way too long to get through. Continually having to hurry and stop. Just so sick of them to be honest. Wait, I said limes, not lines. Oh well, what is the world's best fruit? Lou in capital letters must answer. Go ahead, Lou. Go ahead. Oh, I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> okay, well, you have to answer. Just remember. The world's best fruit. Hmm. I do enjoy an orange. I feel like oranges are very delicious. I enjoy some grapes. Grapes are delicious. Blueberries, strawberries. I'm I'm a big fruit guy. I like I like some fruits. Um, just as fruits or in pastries, very delicious. All great. Cherries, delicious. Bananas, delicious. I disagree. There, bananas suck. I don't like the banana flavored things, but like actual bananas, I like. Yeah, banana like, banana flavorings, kind of whack. Yeah. Um, I can't have like banana pudding or any kind of banana flavored, like any kind of pastry or candy. I, I can't do it. It's disgusting to me, but like an actual banana, it's delicious. I had one today. It's wonderful, but I, I don't know. I can't really say like my favorite cause watermelon's great. There's just so many good ones. Is, is avocado a fruit? No, I wouldn't say, I don't think. I'll there are fruits out there that you wouldn't think were fruits, and they are, and it's kind of weird. Aren't um, tomatoes considered a fruit? I think tomatoes are considered a fruit. Avocado, a fruit. We're getting an education here on fruits. <laughs> Funnily um, enough, avocado is a fruit. So I'll go with uh-huh. avocado. Okay. You're going to go with avocado? Good, <laughs> I love a good avocado. All right. I like grapes, too. but Grapes are good. Grapes are pretty good, especially the... um. The red ones? I like the red more than the green. I like green grapes more. Yeah? Yeah. I think I like purple ones a little bit more, but... Yeah, it's kind of like the red. The purple are kind of like the reddish color. 
Um, cherries are definitely my favorite. I used to, me and my grandma would literally eat like a whole bag, like when I'd go to her house and oh, nice. I'd go home with a nice stomach ache. That just, yeah, I was going to say that just sounds like a stomach ache <laughs> waiting to happen. There's peaches, something really, I like peaches. Ooh, a lot. I say, yeah, peaches are good too. Apple, apples um, are terrible. I hate apples. Depends on the apple. I have a hard time with some apples. Yeah. Kind of nasty. I only, I'll only eat uh, Granny Smith or uh, what are like the really dark red ones? Fuck. Macintosh? Ooh, Macintosh. I like those apples. Those ones are actually like juicy and they're good. Others are kind of hard for me to enjoy. I don't like Fiji apples. No. There, there's like, there's some that I, I don't like. Um, but I'll I'll have an apple occasionally. There's something about having like watermelon on like a summer day. It's just delicious. Pineapple is the other one we eat a lot. Oh my I like, god, I like pineapple too. I don't like pineapple. Pineapple. Pineapple is so good. Damn. I think my mom's allergic to pineapple. I mean, really? technically, everybody kind of is affected by pineapple because it eats like the enzymes <laughs> of your mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because of all the acid. But mm-hmm. I know some people get it worse than others. I guess if I had to like pinpoint a specific fruit that I can enjoy, like sit down and actually just eat like plain without putting it in anything, because I do like putting some fruit in my cereal. Um, If I were just to like eat it plain, I don't like I think cereal. It would... <laughs> it would probably be, I would have to say pineapple. I think I think pineapple would be the number one. Like a sit down and just dive into this thing and enjoy. What the hell is a droop? D R U P E. That's sure. a good question. I just googled. I just googled <laughs> different. I I googled different kinds of fruits because I wasn't. <laughs> I wanted a complete list, and a droop is on there. Never heard of that. Mm. See, I might change my answer already to grapes. See, I'm a mess. I don't know. I like them. I like <laughs> most of them. I like most of them. Oh, yeah, plum, plums on there. Like, plum the sweater I'm wearing right now. Good. Yeah. Oh, by to, the way, I'm wearing, uh, I'm wearing, you I'm call finally this... wearing the, the 30th anniversary sweater. It's very nice. I'm glad yeah, I'm you got wearing, one. I got Trevor Zegris. You got Zegris. It's beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. Would you consider this hoodie I'm wearing plum? That's purple. It's That's just purple. purple. It's just purple. Okay. Yeah, it's like Grimace from McDonald's purple. <laughs> okay. So before we get out of here, uh, the goals have tied the game against Texas. Um, no way. Where they have been up and down giving up goals, but. I was going to say, weren't they down like 3 nothing at one point? Nikita Nesterenko tied it at 5 just now. Nice. Good for them. Uh, real quick, uh, <laughs> thank you to everyone who showed their Spotify top podcast list for the year yeah and if we're on there thank you very much as always we, thank you for the support we, we appreciate that i it's personally cool. don't have spotify because i hate the interface <laughs> but and yeah, i don't want to i don't want to pay for premium either so i, I gotcha yeah. i just i just download songs from the itunes store like i'm in 2009 <laughs> and i just as listen to music that way as long as you're happy yeah. yeah, we always appreciate everybody and your continued support. It's always cool to see uh, our podcast on lists like that and just seeing our logo on different things like that. It's always 
it's always pretty cool. It's kind of kind of crazy still. Like I kind of have to do a double take sometimes when I see our logo on things that aren't posted by one of us. So yeah, it's weird. Say my uh, my Spotify wrapped was uh, the same I think for the fifth year in a row. Yeah, so don't listen to anything different. <laughs> it did tell me that I listened to Alexander the Great by Iron Maiden thirty seven times in January. Nice. So I clearly was having a normal time <laughs> last January. <laughs> I guess I was in the mood to go conquer Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Really quick before we head out here, I was going to ask. Ducks lineup, the forward lines. Would you do anything to change them for tomorrow's game against the Capitals? Right? Because um, the last game, it was the top line of Vetrano, McTavish, and Strom, followed by Kalorn, Henrik, Terry, Third line was Jones, Gru, and Silverberg, and then Johnston, Carrick, and McGinn. So say Leo Carlson's back, but no one else. Yeah, like no yeah, Zegers no, yet. Back. Yeah, say Leo Carlson. Yeah, he's for sure playing tomorrow, unless like something happens. We thinking a little switch up because they're still struggling to score. Uh, they're probably still going to struggle to score with I, with Leo. Oh, Leo, Alex Horn, Troy Terry. Yeah. I mean, do you break up the Vetrano McCavish Strom line? Because they're like the only ones consistently scoring. Yeah. I just I, would, I, I don't know. know. I think if that top line figures it out and like they're able to get Terry out of his rut and like Kalorn can start producing. I yeah, that's I, a good line. I think everything else underneath fine. Like Gru Jones mm-hmm. Silverberg's been serviceable. Um, you know, the fourth line's the fourth line. You know, they've kind of Carrick's kind of cooled off a little bit, but yeah. I don't know. We're kind of in a weird spot where I don't feel like anything isn't like necessarily like not working, but I mm-hmm. I would flip flop uh Frank Vitrano and Troy Terry. Okay. So like uh Ryan Strome, Mason Vitavish, <laughs> Troy Terry. And then, and then Kalorn, and then and Alex Kalorn, Leo, and then uh Frank. Oh that wouldn't okay. be bad. Yeah. Because because they need someone who could just shoot the puck. Cause like Troy Terry, he holds on to the puck. He's like a playmaker in a way. Yeah. So okay. I think that might be something. I don't know. Yeah, just, I'm just a guy. You're just a guy. Yeah, just want to see what you thought. Um, we'll see if the the lineup changes at all tomorrow. Outside of the Leo Carlson, probably the, sliding the, back. The the, um, the defense pairings. Who knows? Because Ilya Labushkin got injured, and they said, uh, Greg Conan said, uh, Radko Gudis is out short short term. So mm-hmm. that probably just meant he wasn't playing yesterday. So. It he probably, might be back tomorrow. It probably solidifies the Fowler Lacombe pairing still because of yeah. now more injuries. <laughs> um maybe Robert Hag gets called up tomorrow and plays. Hey, call up Zellweger. Let's just do it. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Why they're not, not gonna do it, especially if they're playing tonight. They're not gonna do that. Gibson or Dostal tomorrow. I hope Lucas, but it's probably gonna be Gibby. Dostal needs to get in there and get some redemption from that. Oiler game. The thing is, he hasn't been playing a lot lately. He needs to play a little bit more. Yeah. Caps are oh, actually right. beating the Kings right now, 2-1. 2-1, you say, huh? About 13 minutes left in the game. 
Well, hopefully the All Kings right. turn them out at least. <laughs> go go to overtime, maybe a shootout, twenty three rounds or something. Yeah, um, maybe maybe a thirty <laughs> round shootout. <laughs> All right, so that is all from us here at the Late Arrivals podcast. Episode 64 is all finished. Um, We've done this 64 times, huh? 64 times. Thanks again for uh, if you stuck around this long. and and, um, Five more episodes until uh, the next one. (laughs) (laughs) And if you stay to the end of of these episodes, we appreciate you. Um, As always, please follow us on all of our social media platforms at Late Arrivals Pod. Um, follow and subscribe literally wherever you can go support the show. Um, leave us a five, leave us a five-star rating anywhere you can as well, whether it's uh, Spotify or Apple or wherever you consume your podcasts. Um, give us a nice little rating there. We appreciate it. It bumps us up on the, on the podcast list and all that. Where are um, we on that list? Um, we were out this week, but we, we did go like four or five weeks in a row where we, we were in the top like 250, which was cool to see. That's um, cool. We kind of held on there for a little bit. That was nice. Um, but yeah, it's always cool seeing our podcast and that. So go ahead and give us some uh, reviews even, but mainly ratings. Go give us some ratings. Um, it's almost December. That means Christmas is coming. Go check out our link tree in our uh, social media homepages. You'll find the links in there. Um we have uh, two different shops. You can go check out some stuff. Uh, the Inside the Rink shop and our Teespring shop. Plenty of options for you to rep the LAP Shield or our Mighty Seal. Um, yeah, go check it all out. Thanks again for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. 65. 65. You can follow Late Arrivals on both Twitter and Instagram at Late Arrivals Pod. If you feel so inclined, leaving a review and rating wherever you get your podcasts is a great way to show your support and is much appreciated. Take care.